0: Everyone, welcome, uh, to our, the first, like, normal Capes and Japes recording we've had in a few weeks now. Um, see if we remember how to do a podcast.
1: Also, welcome to Leo season.
0: Hey! Welcome to Leo season, baby.
1: My birthday's this week. What's up? (laughs) Gonna celebrate (laughs) by being at work all day no boo look if I go to work Friday that means I still have Sunday off and I can play D&D twice
0: <laughs> oh okay well I guess that's a reasonable trade off
1: to make but I want to play so. Strahd and also New Pirates mm-hmm. one shot not one shot uh, short series I almost said limited series god Yeah. <laughs> hi comics books let's go <laughs> Hey, let's talk about them. new,
0: my new D&D miniseries that I'm playing. Mm -hmm. Um, so I want to talk about Animal Man. (laughs) There's no, no specific reason. It just occurred to me that we had not talked about Animal Man and, uh.
1: (laughs) Holds up Animal Man. I just think he's neat. I just think he's neat. I do, honestly. Also, I do, I do want he's... you to know. I did hold up the, the wooden possum. Like, I oh. think he's neat. Thank you. Um,
0: Animal Man, all the powers of a possum. If
1: he wants to. Hey. Um. That's a good way to avoid rabies. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you are very concerned about rabies, well, you don't need to be if you're Animal Man. <laughs> Um, anyways, so, uh, Animal Man is a, well, was a very, very obscure DC superhero and then became a slightly less obscure DC superhero,
1: but still pretty obscure. Um, I thought, I thought that you were going to be like, he was a DC superhero and then he died and he never came back. Then he died and never came back. That's the end of the episode. I hope you all learned something today. Oh, no.
0: So, uh, Animal Man was introduced in, uh, Strange Adventures in, uh, 1965, um, written by Dave Wood and drawn by Carmine Infantino, very prolific comics artist, um, and- Strange Adventures was, like, sort of a, like, science fiction type anthology, uh, series. It, um, ended up sort of morphing into the, like, Adam Strange comic, um, but, uh, it wasn't always intended like that. Uh, in issue 180, uh, they introduce... Animal Man. It called A Man in his first appearance. Um, or, no, he's first, he's introduced before he becomes a superhero. And then when he starts wearing a costume, he goes by A Man. I am A
1: Man. I, I am,
0: I am one of them.
1: Okay, my guy, um, you're not gonna like, pick, a, you're just, you're just a man, you're just a guy, a dude, what? Yeah, you don't want, a, like, to maybe have a
0: specific type of man like to be?
1: That's really bad for your
0: SEO, my guy. It's, it's so bad. Your brand is really gonna suffer. So, uh, Bern, his name is Bernhard with an H. Burn hard, Uh, Baker. <coughs> But he he goes by Buddy. Um, <laughs> thankfully, good. Uh, Thank you, Buddy. Yes, I can't believe Buddy,
1: buddy a man. <laughs> they really uh, just wanted to
0: make the most generic guy. <laughs> it really, it's like, hi, I'm a man. They're like, is there anything else I can call you? He's like, Buddy.
1: And they're like, God. <laughs> uh, all right, fine. By day, he's a um, buddy. By night, he's a man. <laughs>
0: By day, he's also a man, I guess, but not capitalized.
1: No, no, he's a buddy. He's a buddy.
0: He's my buddy. Um. So, in his uh, first appearance, he is a film stuntman uh, who encounters a, uh, spaceship that, uh, blows up, and the explosion blasts him with alien radiation, uh, and afterwards he gains the power, he can take on the power of any animal, uh, in his vicinity. Um, so if, uh, he sees a bird, he can go, I want to fly, and he can gain flight powers. If he wants to, uh, breathe underwater, he can see a fish and go, I can breathe underwater now. Um, later on, this is expanded so that it doesn't have to be, like, an animal that's near him. It can just, he can just pick an animal, (laughs) um, which is a little more... (laughs) Covers you in, in, in a wider variety of situations. um, And uh, it also <laughs> unclear why an alien spaceship would give him powers that seem so specific to creatures that
1: live on Earth. But that's maybe, fine. Maybe it also works with alien animals.
0: I, maybe it does. I wouldn't be surprised if they had explored that at some point, because he does go to space with Starfire and Adam Strange during, like, uh, Infinite Crisis, I think, or one of the cris- one of the later crises. Um, some so crises it's ex- or another. <laughs> yeah, it's it, extremely possible they touch upon, uh, whether his powers work for, uh, alien animals. Although, I guess. With aliens, maybe it's harder to determine what's classified as an animal and what isn't. Um,
1: Is it sapient? What? if <laughs> I'm sorry, what if Animal Man, like, looked at a dolphin and he was like, why can't I take your... Pa- oh my god. Uh-oh, oh
0: gosh, oh, I've gotta, I gotta tell some people about this.
1: <laughs> I got, um, y'all, remember when <laughs> those people tried to classify dolphins as non-human persons? They were right. They were correct. They were absolutely 100% correct.
0: Yep. I can tell because of my, uh, alien radiation powers.
1: What if- oh. I'm sorry. I'm just thinking about, like, the technically humans are also animals. Could he just look <clears throat> at, like, a really strong guy? <laughs>
0: <laughs> be like, y- yoink!
1: And just have the powers of, like, a bodybuilder? Um, you know, interesting questions. And I don't know <laughs> Animal just, Man has explored a
0: lot of interesting questions. I don't
1: know if that's one of them. <laughs> he's just fighting side by side with Batman, and he looks at Batman and he's like, cool. <laughs> There's two Batman on this team now.
0: I have all the Batman powers
1: of I have... being strong and fast. <laughs> and
0: good at solving mysteries.
1: Do you think he gets like the base level average power of the animal that he's looking at or if it's like if he sees like a particularly lazy cat does mm-hmm. he not gain agility because this cat's like I don't run <laughs> Or is it just I like won't... the average cat
0: Yes I I believe it it is it is the like, kind of general abilities of the species. Um, He gets
1: all the powers of an average human. Yeah. Great. Very useful. He's like, I
0: feel exactly the same as
1: before. (laughs) No wonder I don't use this. (laughs) Where it's like, I keep myself in peak physical condition, so it actually makes me worse?
0: (laughs) Turns out this was a mistake. Gonna go look for a gorilla or something.
1: Um. Gotta look in the mirror again to get my own baseline. <laughs> um.
0: Anyways, so he, uh, makes this, these introduced in Strange Adventures, and then he makes a few other appearances during Strange Adventures, cause it's like an anthology thing. It's not like, every issue, it's, like, every few issues, it'll be, like, and here's an Animal Man story. Um, and because it's, like, kind of a sci-fi themed thing, a lot of the villains he fought were, like, alien in nature. Um, but he, uh, makes a few appearances during that. Um, and then afterwards, he doesn't show up super often, um, in the, uh, the 80s, like, the mid-80s, um, he becomes a part of the, uh, Forgotten Heroes, um, which is, as the name implies, a team of, like, D-list heroes, um, written by, uh, Marv Wolfman, who... Have been like introduced like throughout like various different points in like d c history um and form a team they I don't think they have their own title but it's like they show up in like action comics and then they show up in like a few other places um and then during uh crisis on infinite earths um the the forgotten heroes, like, work together to help save the world during the crisis, uh, and then crisis happens, continuity gets rebooted, um, and here is where
1: things, uh, take a turn for our friend Buddy Baker, uh, because- You mean Crisis on Infinite Earths was a pivotal point for a DC character?
0: (laughs) I've never heard of this happening before. How could it be? Um, so after a crisis, um, DC was, you know, rebooting, like, the origin stories of a lot of characters. They were getting, uh, writers to, like, come in and do, you know, kind of, like, retellings of a lot of, like, various origin stories. Um... For, like, their, you know, major characters who had things, uh, shaken up. Like, uh, John Byrne's Man of Steel, um, is, like, a a significant example that kind of retells, like, Superman's history, uh, for the post-crisis continuity. Um, but they also were bringing in some people, uh, to you know, reimagine more obscure characters. Um, some more kind of, you know, indie, like experimental writers, some new blood, fresh perspectives. Uh and one of those people was a Scottish upstart by the name of Grant Morrison. <laughs> um fre- frenemy of the show. Grant Morrison. Um a a, comp- a complicated, some, some, I've had some real ups and downs with, uh, Mix Morrison, personally. Um, but they, so, presently in 2022, Grant Morrison is an extremely well-known and, uh, prolific writer, but at the time, they were known for, like, uh, writing some stuff in the UK they'd done like a little bit of work for like uh UK Marvel um they'd worked on some uh indie stuff and had been like pretty like you know well received in like certain circles so uh DC sent them a job offer and I I think Grant said that they wanted to work on Animal Man, but it's possible DC just, uh, gave them Animal Man and was like, figure out this guy. Have Um, fun. Have fun. Uh, but Grant Morrison starts writing Animal Man, uh, for what was initially intended to be a, um, like a four issue miniseries. But the first few issues sold extremely well and were, like, very, like, well-reviewed. So it, uh, it became an ongoing series, um, for which, uh, Grant Morrison wrote a lot of it and then it also, uh, got, like, taken over by, like, several different writers over the course of his run, as, as is the case with, you know, most comics. It's just, th- like, it's not a Grant Morrison exclusive comic, but most of the ideas that were expanded on by later writers were introduced by Grant Morrison. Um, so they, um, a few things really kind of come to define this, uh, this new version of Animal Man. Uh, the origin, um, stays approximately the same. Um, there's still, it's still like an alien spaceship. Um, it it gives him animal powers. Um, his, Powers are the same. I don't know if they, like, right away introduce, like, oh, actually, he can, like, gain the powers of any animal. Um But they do start, like, coming up with, like, more creative ways for him to use uh animal powers and not just, like, now he can fly, now he can swim, now he's fast,
1: now he's strong. <laughs> um Now he can but, echolocate. Like, now we can locate. That's pretty cool. Um can't hide from Animal Man. <laughs> uh terrifying. Um although speaking of terrifying, I did see uh, in 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 my um travels. I did see an image of Animal Man turning into what I'm assuming is like a limpet and eating a man just oh. just utterly destroying a man with his weird creepy circular maw. Okay. So I'm like, okay. Yeah, I will I say guess.
0: quite terrifying.
1: Sure. <laughs> thanks.
0: <laughs> thanks thanks for that, I guess. Um so uh I think it gets like reworked a little bit, so uh Instead of him being a stuntman when he gets his powers, it's, like, he gets his powers, he tries to be a superhero for a little bit, it doesn't work out. he has a career as a stuntman for a little bit, and then he, like, uh, sees, like, the Justice League International doing something, and he's like, maybe I should give being a superhero another try. Um, And... There's also this like I think like early on there's this kind of uh not quite Booster Gold level but still a little bit like oh he primarily wants to be a superhero um for okay. like kind of fame and attention.
1: Speaking yes. of Buddy and Booster though. Uh-huh. I hate how similar their looks are because every once in a while in like a background panel I'm like, "Oh, it's my good friend, and then like I yeah. mix them up, and then I like look closer. I'm like, no, that's the other friend.
0: Yeah, it's it, he is Hold kind of now. just like a, a a palette swap booster. Not even, just like a a color like like the 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 blue and the gold are like switched around, but like otherwise pretty similar looking. Um, although, um, buddy does have a a, a cute. It's. Actually, I'll talk about it in a second. (laughs) Um, So anyway, so yeah, so there's this element where it's like he uh, kind of wants to be a superhero for like, uh, you know, fame and attention. And then he develops more kind of altruistic motives as the series goes on. Um, It focuses um, a lot on his relationship with his family. So I think this was also something that was introduced, uh, in this version, that he has a, uh, wife named Ellen, um, who he has, like, a very, like, strong, loving relationship with. Um, they have two kids. They have a son named, uh, Cliff and, like, a young daughter named Maxine, um, and his family knows that he's a superhero and, uh, there's, you know, tension there, uh, but in the general sense, you know, they support him and he, like, cares about them and they work through it, um, and this is the cute thing. The reason that, uh, like, Grant Morrison introduces the, like, blue, like, denim jacket Uh, to his costume, which he didn't have before. It was just kind of, like, a one-piece, like, you know, classic, like, skin-tight number. Um, he gives him a jean jacket so that he can use it to, like, carry his keys and his wallet and, uh, put, uh, notes from his wife in the pockets. I love that. Um, yeah. It's, uh, it's very sweet. And he didn't want to have a leather jacket, because he loves
1: animals. Um,
0: and he doesn't like want a pleather
1: a... jacket because plastics ruin the earth.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, that is
1: another. Um... Do you think he could weave his own silk? Okay. Um... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm trying to think about sustainability.
0: <laughs> oh, okay.
1: Well, yeah.
0: Rory's <laughs> like, listen. I'm not trying to come up with more body horror animal man
1: stuff. I just want him to be sustainable. <laughs> this is a man who cares about animals and therefore cares about the earth. <laughs> if um, it can't be a leather jacket because animals, what else is he doing because animals? It's a valid okay. question.
0: It's a valid question. Get Greg answers. Morrison on the
1: line. Yeah.
0: Hey Grant, what are you up to these days? I have an animal man question.
1: <laughs> Grant, I have an animal man question. Um, can he weave his own silk? Thanks. Thanks. Um. So, oh
0: yes. So, Grant Morrison, uh, was and is like very passionate about like you know animal rights and like environmental you know awareness and that kind of thing. Which maybe is the reason why they wanted to write Animal Man. Maybe they just were like, oh, I can, like, include some of this in there. But, uh, Buddy becomes, like, very, very passionate about, uh, you know, like, animal rights, uh, causes. He, like, uh, stops a break-in at, like, an animal testing facility and then sees what's going on and then, like, you know, thinks about, you know, his own, like, powers and he's like, oh, I... Like, I need to be a vegetarian. Um, he, you know.
1: i just imagining a man, like, looking at a cow and being all like, I could have all the powers of a cow. I can't eat you anymore. I can't do this. Um, and the cow's like, I don't even know what you're saying. I'm just gonna um, eat my grass and watch out for coyotes. Yeah, I'm just vibing. Um...
0: He, uh, like, he, you know, like, fights against, uh, poachers and, you know, like, various kind of, like, businessmen and, like, you know, CEOs that are, like, exploiting the environment and, like, that kind of thing. Good. Um, yeah, good. Like, get him, honestly. <laughs> um. Just he, fighting poachers and businessmen. He's valid. Um. So that's all of all of those elements um, are, you know, significant and like updates to the character and have been continued to be like important to Animal Man. Um, but if you're familiar with Grant Morrison at all, you can probably guess that those aren't the only things that they incorporated into their run on Animal Man. Uh, one thing Graham Morrison loves is to, like, play with, like, super obscure, like, elements from, like, comics continuity and be like, nope, I'm treating these with, like, exactly the same importance as all of the major things that everybody remembers. Um, so they brought in a lot of kind of, uh forgotten, or neglected, or kind of, like, even, like, joke, like, one-off characters, um, and, like, introduce them into the series, um, and they also do a whole bunch of meta stuff, uh, which, like, at this point in comics history is, like, a little bit maybe even, like, played out. And, like, even at the time it was happening, like, Grant Morrison wasn't the first person to do this. Um, and, you know, we're also, if not at exactly the same time, we're at, like, pretty close to the same time where, like, Deadpool and She-Hulk and, like, characters like that, uh, were pretty popular. Um, but a lot of the kind of, like, fourth wall-breaking meta stuff, um, that, like, was happening around that time was, like, mostly for, like, uh, comedy, like, you know, kind of, like, satirical, like, Deadpool and She-Hulk, like, kind of, like, satirical characters, um, and, like, you would have, like, even, like, outside of those, like, sometimes you would have, like, one-off issues or, like, jokes or moments where, like, characters you know, like, talk to their own writer, or their own artist, or it's like, it's like, oh, we're coming out of the page, and and we've got some things to say, um, but it it was usually, like, kind of just for, like, a a one-off gag type stuff, um, and Grant Morrison was really like, no, this is, this is gonna be maybe the primary focus, um, of Animal Man now. Mm. One of the first thing that things that happens after the kind of like introductory arc is um Wily Coyote, except you're okay. not allowed to call him Wily Coyote. Okay. Um but Wily Coyote comes to the well comes to the, the DC universe world and is like upset, because he's like, I escape from a cartoon world where I get the shit kicked out of me all the time, and everybody here just watches it and laughs, and all of my suffering is just for your sick amusement. Um, so that's the kind of, that's the kind of level that, that this comic is on from, from this point forward, and it's like, Um, Psycho Pirate is, like, a recurring villain, and, like, explicitly, like, references, uh, the crisis and what happened during it, and, like, talks about how, like, he knows, like, what happened, like, all the stuff from before the crisis, but nobody else remembers, and he's, like, starts, like, pulling in, like, characters from, like, DC history who were, like, technically, like, erased by the crisis, but he, like, you know, pulls them out of space-time, Um, there's, like, a, I think a moment where, like, this version of Buddy, like, encounters the pre-crisis version of Buddy, and, like, the pre-crisis version of Buddy is, like, hey, I don't want to be erased from history, I've got my own thing going on. Um, there's, like, a, uh, one point where it's, like, Buddy, like, does a bunch of drugs and, like, sees the, like, The comics reader and like addresses them directly.
1: Um, a a lot. Um, DC was just letting Grant Morrison go hog wild, huh?
0: They, like, they did not do anything (laughs) to stop Grant Morrison. They were like, yeah, sure. Animal
1: van, go for it. Um,
0: whatever you
1: want, friend. (laughs) Like, one of the,
0: like, the most buck wild things is, like, especially with, like, a lot of the Psycho Pirate stuff, and then, like, also later on towards the end of the comic is, like, it's, like, Grant Morrison explicitly calling out how, like, dark and edgy comics have become, and, like, the Psycho Pirate is, like, pulling out, like, a bunch of characters from, like, you know, a more, like, straightforward time in, like, comics being, like, look at this, like, this is fine, and, like, there's, like, (laughs) he, like, he, like, encounters, like, this obscure, like, kind of, like, evil Superman from, like, an evil alternate universe, and, like, Psycho Pirate's, like, why would anyone think this was a good idea? (laughs) Um, which is very funny, given that Grant Morrison, I think, has, like, multiple times now expressed how D- dumb the idea of evil Superman is um but like th- all of this stuff that's just like <laughs> one completely off the rails and two like explicitly criticizing comics um and like what DC has been publishing specifically and they were just like yeah sure I mean I don't know maybe some people in the editorial were mad about it but they were like well we hired this person because we wanted, you know, like, new names that would, like, you know, get us, like, attention, and, uh, the comic has been selling really well, (laughs) so I guess there's nothing we can do about it. Um, the, uh, the end of the Grant Morrison run, uh, comes when, uh, uh, buddies. Family gets like killed by an assassin who's sent, uh, by, you know, some like CEO who's like, you know, like Buddy like tank their profits with his like environmental au- activism and they're mad about it, um, and they send an assassin to kill his family, which ultimately leads to Buddy meeting Grant Morrison. Um, and Grant Morrison doing this, like, whole speech about, they're like, yeah, I'm the writer, I, like, I, you know, I've dictated everything you've done, and Buddy's like, oh, so, like, all those times that I, like, you know, like, saw who was, like, reading the comic and stuff, and Grant Morrison's like, no, I also wrote you doing that. Like, you're not real. Like, I just made all of this up. Um, but, you know, we, like... In the past few years, we've like made comics like, you know, v- increasingly like v- violent and dark to make them like more realistic. And I don't want the violent dark version to be the realistic version. Um, so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna, uh, write right now that you wake up from a dream and your family's alive and it was just a nightmare and you won't remember any of this. So you're welcome. Bye. Um, and, uh, that's how the Grant Morrison run it. I mean, obviously. Okay. It's worth- yeah, 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 for sure. For sure. For sure. Um, it's obviously much more eloquently phrased than that little... <laughs> paraphrase monologue of it i just well yeah no obviously but but like obviously okay (laughs) the gist of it um and then after that the uh animal man comic keeps going for like a while and um you know multiple other writers and artists come on after uh grant morrison leaves Not doing the exact same thing, but, like, largely kind of building on the weird metatextual vibe. Um, I think, like, right, uh, after that, he ends up, he, like, uh, Buddy, like, ends up in an alternate universe where it's, like, he and his, uh, wife, um... Like their like marriage is like falling apart, um, and it's like he realizes it's an alternate universe because he's like, "No, I've this would never happen. I love my wife." <laughs> um,
1: just like hold on, this ca- this can't be right. I love my wife. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Why don't I love <laughs> my
1: wife here? I, I this is impossible. Um, we do love a life a wife guy. We <laughs> Historically God, we, love, do, we do love a wife guy.
0: Absolutely. If if you can say nothing else about capes and japes, we do love a wife guy here. Um there's like some like weird, like uh Peter Milligan does some like weird kind of like aesthetic like collage type stuff. Um there's um He's also on the Justice League Europe, um, for a little bit, I think. Um. I believe so. Yeah. There's a, um, like, they, a couple of writers take, like, kind of, like, a more, uh, mystical kind of vibe. There's, like, uh, a couple who do, like, kind of more, like, horror-adjacent, um, At some point, they move it, uh, to Vertigo, uh, when DC launches Vertigo, which is their, um, uh, kind of, like, more independent, like, mature readers imprint, um, where it, like, the, the series kept going, and it was, like, still technically in the DC universe, but it was more doing its own thing, um, in kind of the Vertigo continuity, um, one, uh, Jamie Delano, um, introduces this, uh, idea of, uh, so S- Swamp Thing has this force called the Green, and, uh, which is kind of the mystical wellspring that he gets his powers from that's, like, connected to, you know, all plant life on Earth. And they introduce this concept for Animal Man called the Red, which is a similar thing, but for animal life. And, uh, they also, they, like, um, there's some stuff going on where it's, like, oh, his, like, daughter has, like, inherited kind of his, you know, connection to the animal kingdom, um, they really kind of, like, push, like, the mystical elements, where, like, he dies and comes back to life, and now he's, like, much more of kind of, like, a more of, like, a weird, like, animal demigod than a superhero. Um, okay. Yeah, um, you know, as you do, um, there's also, there's some crossover with like the other Vertigo books, like obviously Swamp Thing, uh, Doom Patrol, which might have also been being written by Grant Morrison at that time. Um, I know, Grant Morrison, Doom Patrol is also like largely kind of like reimagined by Grant Morrison. Um, but I don't know what specific era they were writing it on. Um, also Neil Gaiman's Dead Boy Detectives, like, had, like, a a crossover at some point, um, and then eventually the series ends, uh, and he shows back up in the DCU and kind of, they revert more towards the, like, classic kind of superhero stuff. I don't know if it's established how much of, like, the, like, weird mystical stuff was in continuity. I mean, I know that they keep, like, the red as a concept. It's, like, stuck around. You have, like, the red and the green and also, like, uh, the black, which is, like, rot and decay. Um, like, that's still, like, come up in, like, mainstream DC Animal Man. But I don't know uh if it's like if we're if a bunch of the Vertigo stuff is non-canon or if it's just like, uh he's a superhero again now. It's fine. He uh changed his mind. Um <laughs> don't worry about it.
1: Yeah. Um You know who
0: would worry about it?
1: Grant Morrison. Grant Morrison?
0: <laughs> Grant Morrison would worry about it so very much
1: constantly. Um Why is the only thing I can think of that uh TikTok of the person doing the Godfather quote in the Marge Simpson voice? <laughs> Look <at> how they <laughs> massacred my boy. <laughs>
0: Absolutely iconic. Um so when he uh comes back into the DCU, he's on um the Justice League for A little bit. Um, he makes, like, a couple kind of, you know, brief appearances in, uh, some various, like, crossovers and stuff. Um, he, uh, shows up in Infinite Crisis, and then immediately after Infinite Crisis, during 52, um, he, Starfire, and Adam Strange go on an adventure, uh, through space, where, uh, like, Buddy dies and then gets brought back to life by the aliens who, like, gave him his powers. Um,
1: there's Do you think also the aliens a... are like,
0: ah, oh, geez, we're responsible
1: for this man now.
0: <laughs> oh, we gotta, we gotta help this guy. Um, there's also a, um, a very cute thing where it's, like, Starfire gets hurt, and she, like, temporarily loses her powers, and then, like, um, Buddy, like, brings her back to Earth and to his family, and, like, his, like, family just, like, takes care of her, and she just, like,
1: stays with them and, like, helps, like, babysit their kids. Buddy's just like, and you're my daughter now. This is just how it works.
0: (laughs) That's just how it works. We're family. Um which is, it's just really cute. It's just nice. Um, there's, like, uh, a weird thing where, I forget who wrote this, there's, like, a brief thing in, like, uh, Justice League, where, um, like, a thing that's going on with, like, Vixen, where, uh, Anansi, the trickster god Anansi, is like, actually, aliens didn't give you your powers. It was me. Um, and
1: then. Are you lying, Anansi? Yeah. And then, and then. (laughs) It's like. Anansi, are you trying to trick me? No, what would give you that idea?
0: You are literally Anansi the trickster. You. Yeah.
1: Come on. Yeah.
0: Um. I don't know if it's ever, like, fully textually clarified, like, whether that's, like, a trick or not. But I think it's at least kind of accepted that that's probably what it was and actually that aliens thing is the real thing.
1: Unless. Um, Unless. The aliens were the trick. The aliens were the real trick. And then Anansi's Um, like, I'm bored, so I'm just gonna come- I'm- I'm bored with this one, making you think that it was aliens, so it- it was me the entire time. Yeah. I did successfully Um, trick you that aliens gave you superpowers over Earth animals.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Which, like, come on. It's ridiculous. Um, they, uh, so he has his own series during New 52, Um, which a lot of people really, really liked. I think it focuses, again, a lot on his, like, relationship with his daughter and her kind of, like, inheriting some of his, like, you know, connection to animals, um, and Swamp Things there. (laughs) Um, and since Rebirth, I don't think he's had his own title. Um... But he is, like, a reserve member of the Justice League. So he's shown up in a few Justice League things. Um, he shows up in, uh, Death Metal. Um, he, uh, shows up in, like, a couple of other, like, you know, Batman asked for his help with something at one point. Wonder Woman, like, he shows up in, like, an issue of Wonder Woman. Um, but he... Has not had his own, uh, series since New 52. Um, so I am curious if they're going to do anything, uh, else with him. But it's, it's nice to see he's still around, even though sometimes we do think he's Booster Gold. And then (laughs) we go, oh, never mind. (laughs) I've made a mistake.
1: I do still like to see him. I just don't like to accidentally think that somebody is somebody else.
0: Exactly. Exactly. No, I, I
1: I fully understand.
0: Um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's the, the weird story of Animal Man. A man. A man. Um, did you, um, did you have anything to add? I, I did see that you were reading
1: some comics. I read a comic i did see two of our beautiful boys (laughs) i did uh on vacation um i met up with uh one of my friends that was there met up with some of her friends that she made through instagram and we went out for thai food and as we parked next to a a little comic book shop (laughs) and while we were waiting for the food one of my friends friends was like yeah there's a comic book shop up there and i'm like it and i like look it up and i'm like it apparently closes in the next half hour and we were like ooh <laughs> okay um so we can't wait until after we eat food so um every <laughs> the only people who cared about going to the comic book shop were me surprise surprise and friend yes. who was like yeah I saw a comic book shop and thought we could go. So I went with someone I went there's nothing quite like going into a comic book shop with someone that you have literally just met ten minutes prior. Wow, truly. Mm-hmm. Um, I did find the uh Robin number fifteen Pride variant that oh, good. I so foolishly passed up because I did not realize it was the ace flack. I was just like, oh cool. Connor gets to be on the Pride cover. And then when you sent a picture in the Discord, I was like, oh, fuck, I fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) I only saw the top half. I didn't put it together. Uh, And while I was browsing the unfamiliar shelves, I did see a variant cover of uh, Secret X-Men number one that did have Berto and Sam on it. And I'm like, well... (laughs) These are my two beautiful boys. I am gonna pick this up, even if I don't know anything that's going on with X Men, because I have not caught up on X Men. And then I did decide to read it, even though I have no idea what's going on with X Men. Well, (laughs) here we go. Um, I mean, it was good. It was good. Uh, you got such things as um. Roberto just having, um, having a nice conversation with Sam in his kitchen while Sam makes pasta. And, um, just, like, talking about a theoretical X-Men team that -hmm. turns out to be not theoretical and they are waiting downstairs. (laughs) Also, Roberto does say, I like Boom Boom because she's sexy and Banshee because he's sexy. Oh my god. So, uh, Roberto by confirmed, and you do also get <laughs> just like I don't. Uh, Sam's like you just said a thing about Tempo's powers, and I don't think that they work like that. And Roberto's like, well, let's ask her, and he's like, what? She's downstairs, dude. This wasn't a hypothetical. <laughs> <laughs> Like, why'd you just let me make pasta like a bonehead if we've got somewhere to be? Oh, my God. I love them. And then, like, Roberto does not give Sam enough information for any of this. And Sam's just like, you're lucky I love you. And Roberto's like, yeah, I am. I'm like, yeah, you are. You really are. You are really lucky. My (laughs) beloved boy. Oh, but it's good cuz just like wow, we make good co-leaders of this secret X-Men team. Um also, I don't think it's going to work because your wife is going to be mad. And Sam's like, "No, I think my wife is going to join us actually." <laughs> 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 this seems up a rally and Roberto's just so excited. I'm like this is good.
0: Um there was a, um, there was a cute moment in, I was reading some more New Mutants, um, where, uh, they had, like, one of the little kind of, like, you know, like, insert, like, ephemera, like, kind of, like, things that they're doing with this, like, the the current X-Men branding is they have, yeah. like, a little excerpt from, like, the New Mutants group chat, um, that okay. was happening. Yeah,
1: this this one had... A email draft uh, from Roberto to all of the um, people on the team and I do love that <laughs> it's just like they made up emails for all of them but they're all like at email.krakoa and I'm like did they who's doing this who has set up emails for every single X-Men
0: I I gotta know.
1: And like that can't that cannot be like you gotta like with all the drama that X Men go through, that cannot be secure. Why would
0: you- Yeah, right?
1: Um, but the um the
0: one in New Mutants was like uh during the Hellfire gala, uh, while they were like announcing like the new team of X Men, um and Roberto and Sam were both, like, running to be on, like, the X-Men. And neither of them got it. Um, and Roberto was texting everybody, like, furiously, like, Why did you guys not vote for me? And ask who everybody voted for. And they all voted for somebody different. Except for Sam, who voted for Roberto. Aww. But not for himself.
1: Oh. I expected all of the other New Mutants to have voted for Sam, <laughs> I mean, but it is funnier that they it all is vote funnier. for different people. Did, yeah. So, have, has X Men also like is this just a secret X Men number one the thing, or has X Men comics also been doing this? There was like they came across like a door that needed a um like it was like tech it was like a techno psionic door. And they're like, mm-hmm. oh, shoot, we don't have a psychic on the team. And then, like, you turn the page, and there's, like, a word scramble <laughs> that that's oh. the secret password for the door. And then, like, after that page, they get through the door. And it's like, did, how did, did I do that?
0: <laughs> that's really cute. I haven't <laughs> seen something like that in, in one of them. But there's been a bunch of weird
1: stuff. It's unscramble the words below, and then unscramble the circled letters to reveal the password. The secret X-Men have their own secrets, a powerful psychic ally, unknown even to them, who will put you in touch with the team. That is, once you determine the secret password. Oh,
0: I love that, actually.
1: (laughs) I'm just like, this is very good to me, but also... (laughs) You want me to do a word search? I'm just trying to read a comic. I don't I'm have time for I'm just reading a comic, buddy. Also, I can't figure out the last word. <laughs> Your word
0: search is hard.
1: Your word search is hard for me, a person who has not been reading X-Men comics.
0: Um, what was the other thing I was reading? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There was a, um... Uh, Knights of X, where they included uh, an email from, uh, Doug to Richter after apparently, like, Richter and Shatterstar had come to, like, Doug and Bay's house for dinner. And I was like, wow, here they are, my two special guys. <laughs> Anyways, uh, th- the other thing is, uh, Comic Con happened last weekend. Um, oh, shit, yeah.
1: Yeah. I saw a uh, bunch of cosplayers. It was great.
0: Yeah, for some reason it like didn't like I didn't put like I knew that you were going to be there and the reason we weren't recording was because you were going to go see a show at Comic-Con. Um, but I also didn't really put together that like, oh, we won't be recording an episode like the Monday after Comic-Con, the time when the most comic stuff gets announced.
1: That is but I true. Feel like
0: I feel like not that much new stuff got announced. Like, we I'm, got a lot of new trailers for stuff we knew was happening. Yeah.
1: I, it was very funny to me because, um, the friend that I stayed with for that weekend, um, one of her friends works at Marvel. <laughs> and so she was just like, the show that I've been work, like, the, the movie that I've been working on is being announced today. See if you can guess which one it is. <laughs> so oh the my whole, god. Whole, so the whole day, she's just like, look, just like scrolling like, I don't know which one it is. <laughs> and then th- this was unrelated to, or maybe, I have no idea, but I think she ended up, I think this friend of a friend ended up, it was, she was working on the new Avengers movies. It's fine, cool, great, I'm sure that'll be fun. <laughs> but we were standing in line for the Adventure Zone Live show and all of a sudden I hear Briar and I'm like, what? And they're like, Do you know who the high evolutionary is? Oh my god. And all I did was yell, I hate that guy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Truly, that's... What is the point of being the comic's friend, if not that?
1: (laughs) Unfortunately, he's probably gonna be in the MCU. No, I hate that guy! My guess is probably Rocket Raccoon backstory, because I don't know where they're gonna put the high evolutionary. They don't Um, have a lot of the guys for it. They really don't.
0: Um... My Comic-Con thing that made me the most angry was that they announced that uh, DC's current crossover, Dark Crisis, is actually called Dark Crisis on Infinite Earths. And it is a direct sequel to Crisis on Infinite Earths. The stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life, I'm sorry, it was already, they're all already sequels to Crisis on Infinite Earths that's why they have crisis in the names dark crisis on infinite earths is a bad name for something
1: <laughs>
0: um and you already had a crisis called final crisis you can't do this you can't you can't you can't but they have um anyways um that's um that's all i have to say about that i'll i'm going to be mad about this for a very long time but i'm Not going to continue being mad about it right now. Instead, I'm going to say that if you want to, uh, see when we post new episodes and stuff like that, you should follow us online. We have, uh, Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, and Facebook. Just all are at Capes and Japes. Um, we have a Discord server that you are more than welcome to join, um where you can come talk about comics and also about non-comics things. Uh, we have a Patreon if you want to support us on there. Um, our uh, If you're patrons, you probably already noticed, our July bonus episode is going to be a little bit late because of all of the chaos that was the last half of July. Um, but we will have it soon. And in the meantime... You can join our Patreon and see when our July bonus episode comes out. Um, If you can't support us on Patreon, but you want to support the show, uh, leaving a rating and a review is a great way to do that. Telling a friend if you think they'd be interested, if they want to hear about this weird animal man. um, A man. A man. If they want to hear about a man, you can tell them about this um and just uh just coming back and joining us as you have done once again so thank you for being here for today's episode of capes and japes
1: i have been olivia and i have been briar and as always kiss me sexy batman you know we don't say it enough kiss me sexy batman It's we gotta go back to the classics sometimes it's
0: you know there's a reason it's our sign off and it's because it's iconic